0: How long are you going to wait around for your person to get their life together? Maybe start dating them. Let's say it's six months. I don't know. A year, maybe. It's like after a year, I'm going to cut it off. What about seven years? Seven years. She's been stuck with this one issue with the love of her life, and she's not sure now after seven years, do I cut it off today on the show? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: Yep. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Um, I am so glad you're here. This episode is going to be much less dramatic than one yesterday in case yesterday was your first one ever. Uh, You're going to be uh, less inundated with drama. today but i'm glad you're here it's a podcast that i make with my mom because my mom's got the best words of wisdom like she just makes me happy she makes you happy and every show we start by talking to her hi mom hi honey we have some competition and i am not happy about this one bit
1: what
0: yes i sit down today this is actually a long you think yesterday's saga about margarita fest was wild this is about to get real wild over here so i i I sit down and I'm just kind of show prepping, and I go on People Magazine's website and uh, headline: TikTok star Addison Ray launches new podcast with her mom Sherry. The podcast titled "Mama Knows Best" is available on Spotify. No, <laughs> yeah, uh huh. No, now, you probably don't know who Addison Ray is, but on TikTok, she's like she's like one of the stars of TikTok. She just dances and does silly stuff. I, I don't know why she's famous. I mean, she's cute, but like. I don't know what necessarily makes her famous, but she's just TikTok. I don't know why anybody why anybody's TikTok famous. They're just they're just famous on TikTok. Uh, let me just let me keep reading this this article to you from People. Okay, it says TikTok star Addison Easterling has her sights set on a new virtual platform. Addison, a.k.a. Addison Ray, is set to launch a new podcast with her mom, Sherry Nicole, titled Mama Knows Best. The social media star announced the news Monday on Instagram. I've been working on a little something with my mom, with my mama. Listen to our new podcast, Mama Knows Best, she wrote. Ah, The podcast, which is exclusively on Spotify, gives fans an look in their relationship with their mom. Uh, Together, the two discuss life, love, and family while Sherry offers her daughter some motherly advice.
1: Uh-oh. They are copying like, us.
0: Like, okay. Now, let me explain why this drama gets a little bit deeper. Because um, back in June, I decided that I was going to try to branch off this podcast a little bit and start doing some special episodes about celebrity moms. Like, basically, where I would, and I, I may still do it, Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't launched it yet, but to where I go interview like celebrities, moms about like their point of view of their child, of their children's, uh, fame. Right. And I think that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. I'm, the, I'm i it's a certified mama's boy podcast. Well, let me take you back to a message on an Instagram message that I sent on June the 10th at three thirty six PM to Sherry Easterling. Who Shut is, up. Addison's mom. I said, hi, it's a long shot on here because basically I was reaching out to a bunch of celebrity moms. And then after about five and getting no response, I realized Mm -hmm. it's probably not going to be the best way to do it. And I probably would need to delve a lot deeper into it. Um, It says, hi, this is a long shot on here, but I thought I would try instead of going through your management. I started a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy, a feel-good podcast I do with my mom. I'm starting a new series called Meet a Mom where I'll be interviewing moms and celebrities and thought you've, uh, you've become... You become your own celebrity. I would love to have TikTok's mom on the show. And then I kind of go into more about the show and what it's about. I literally believe that because now, a month later, Addison Ray is launching a podcast. And it's literally the exact same podcast that I pitched to her literally a month ago.
1: (laughs) No. Can we copyright (laughs) this?
0: I don't know that you can copyright asking your mom for advice. I just found it very (laughs) funny. uh, Oh, my. Like, what are the odds? Like, what are the odds? Like, this is how weird my life is. Now, (laughs) the only thing that we can hope, because, okay, first things first is everybody thinks they want to start a podcast, right? Like they're like, yeah, I'm gonna start a podcast. And they get like four episodes in, they realize it's just a lot of work and they don't want to do it anymore. Or they don't have enough content, enough stories to be able to tell and they just kind of get get bored with it. Mm -hmm. Or they're just not that interesting in the first place. Um, And so the best thing that we can hope for in this situation is that maybe her podcast does really well. And then when it comes down to like podcasts, you may also like ours pops up as well. But I find it just very oddly suspicious Mm -hmm. that they're launching the exact same podcast. (laughs) I smell a rat. I smell a rat, mom.
1: I'm the podcast mom. And I am probably (laughs) now the oldest podcast mom since Ida died at age 91. Yeah. So – that. sherry's gonna
0: gonna sweep in here as the official podcast mom no she's like in, she's like coming in on your on your territory oh
1: no oh no sherry <laughs> i'm in i'm in girl
0: <laughs> you know i honestly haven't done a lot of research on how many mother you know ch- child parent podcasts <laughs> there are and i'm sure there's there's plenty of them but i'm just like god what what's 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 the stupid podcasting mama knows best it's not even as good as Certified Mama's Boy. It's not no, even as
1: good. No, 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 no. We just don't need to worry. Even though we're janky, we're good.
0: <laughs> well, we're getting a little less janky. We got big news for uh, the podcast family is that we actually – my mom has her very own microphone now, which is a big step. <laughs>
1: It really is. I'm so excited. I am coming to you now on my own, my very own, mic.
0: I want everybody to remember this day. Yeah. So backstory on this is that my mom had been, because I didn't know when we first launched this thing, how it was going to do. I didn't know if I was going to stick with it, you know, like what was the response going to be? I had no idea. And my mom was like, hey, instead of investing in a microphone, how about I just borrow my friend's mic? And I was like, that's great. Well, then it's now almost been close to four (laughs) months and (laughs) your friend's kind of like, so are we going to, you know.
1: But I still don't have my $7 pop filter from China.
0: My mom went rogue and she tried to order her own mic. And she's like, oh my gosh, I found the same mic on what was the website? Wish. On Wish, which I don't even know what Wish is. What is that? It's like a discount website.
1: It's sort of like eBay.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I got the same mic. Which this mic cost about what? What, what do we end up? We, well, we end up paying for one hundred thirty dollars is the list price. My mom's like, "I got <laughs> the same mic for seven dollars." I was like, <laughs> like, "I'm listen. I I'm the king of deals, and even that to me was very unbelievable. There's no way you literally got the same exact." Mic for seven dollars. Like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Well, what did you actually end up buying, mom?
1: Well, I got a confirmation a few days later. I got the filter,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. just the pop filter, which right.
1: pop filter that
0: that is just like what goes the little, the little thing that goes in front of the microphone. So she just <laughs> bought that part, so it shows up and she's like, is this right? I'm like, mom, please, please. <laughs> all together though we're going to be able to pull this thing off and you'll eventually have your very own but I want to remember this day I had a friend that was cuz you know I sometimes I get discouraged with this pod I mean it's hard I mean when you put your soul into everything like this this podcast could not be more mine. Right. Like I've never felt yes. so connected to any show that I've ever done. Cause literally it's all on me a hundred percent. And so like, if we have slow download days or weeks, you know, it starts to get kind of like, meh. or if merch isn't flying off the shelves or if I don't get a new certified fan one day, I'm just like, man, you know, I'll start beating myself up over it. <laughs> but she's like, you literally have to enjoy every single milestone you hit. And, I guess I, you know, I just want this show to be bigger than mama knows best
1: for sure. Sherry,
0: Nicole, for sure. Uh, <laughs> but no, but I mean, I just, you know, I just, I have such big aspirations. And so mm-hmm. it's hard for me sometimes to see the little wins that we have mm-hmm. with this po- or life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that my mom now has her very own microphone, mm-hmm. we're going to celebrate that. We're going to clap for it right now. Let's clap for this, this podcasting, uh, we're getting less, less janky by the day over here. So yes, thank you. To, we are. Uh, thank and now, you now we've to you got some
1: week. fierce competition. So we've got to be on our game.
0: I know <laughs> uh, your Sunday show yesterday was your best one yet. In case you don't know, my mom does her own Sunday show. Is that on your new mic? No, my mom has a uh, Sunday show that she does. Um, and it's basically a five-minute pep talk. If you go back now, what this, this would be two episodes. Uh, it's and you can kind of watch the progression. They start when they first started. They were kind of like slow and just uh, I don't really know where they were. They kind of be all over the place. But yesterday you had like a, a purpose, and you had stories, and you had quotes, and it was a really good little five-minute piece. Were you drinking yesterday in comparison to the other days? I was trying to say too. I wasn't sure if maybe there's is, there is some wine infusion into your <laughs> no, into your story No,
1: no wine infusion i just decided to to go with it you know when i do sermons which i don't do anymore but when i used to do sermons you know you write them out and it took me a day a day yeah. maybe more well, sometimes but
0: m- yeah. my mom's a preacher you should know that like she does sermons and stuff and so she i kind of told her like just do it like a sermon, but not about Jesus. Just do it about something else. Like it's the same thing, but instead of talking about Jesus, you're going to talk about something about you know something in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I felt like I don't know. I felt like you were confident, you were fun. It was it was your it was your best one yet, and you got you actually got a really nice message, didn't you?
1: Oh, I got the loveliest message from one of our fans, who said that she was going through such a tough time in her life. And that she'd gotten a divorce, she was living in a garage apartment and had two wonderful kids. And somehow listening to that message just lightened her load. And she was just counting her blessings. And she told me all the things she was blessed to have in her life. So if no one else heard that and appreciated it, that would that meant the world to me. Oh. And I hope she's listening today because I'm not going to mention any names, of course. But that thrills my heart. Just thrills yeah. my heart. But it's very difficult for me, I have to say, to just sit here and talk for five minutes.
0: Because <laughs> you didn't sign up for this at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. When I what first, what you tell me? yeah when I first po- when I first pitched the idea to my mom I was like listen all you have to do is come on and just read the text that you send me every morning that's how this podcast started was my mom used to send me these motivational texts mm-hmm. and I everyone started to love them and so I was like I can just have her come on in the very beginning like it's like two or three minutes a day and just read just read her text for the day and we kind of talk about it and then move on but <laughs> all of a sudden, you're. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, All of a sudden, you're the, the we co-host are. of the
0: show,
1: and I have a solo performance on Sunday. Oh my I gosh! Know. There's a lot, a lot going a lot. on over there. You
0: tricked me, lot. Kramer. You tricked me. I know, I know, but you're doing so well at it. That's the problem. Well, I don't know about that. Um, a yeah, uh, quick update too. I don't know if you're following this story, but my mom, uh, the other day we were talking about how for years. How long have you lived at the lake? Five years five years and when they bought their house at the lake there was this lot in between them and their neighbors and the, the lot's not very wide um it's like you could probably put a townhouse on there right like it's, it's narrow but it's not yeah i mean especially for georgia standards i mean in california right. you could put a whole neighborhood in it but <laughs> right. um for georgia standards it's pretty narrow and so they bought it with the understanding thinking that like Because how much does that lot, how much was it selling for just the lot alone next door? It was a lot, right?
1: $350,000.
0: So just the land alone. And it's not big. I mean, it's not that big. $350,000, right? So they were kind of like, well, no one's ever going to buy this land. So who cares? We have this nice little forest. My mom, uh, the kitchen and the office where she records this podcast uh, looks right on to this land where the, and all the time when I'm there, all these like deer walk in there. It's like typical Georgia stuff you don't see in California at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess now that that dream of that land not being sold, we, because my mom said a few weeks ago they saw people coming through to take a look at the land, maybe, po- per, uh, maybe possibly to purchase it. And I guess that's now becoming a reality. It
1: has indeed. They closed Mm. on the 17th and they were here yesterday to start marking the trees they wanted to save. And I have to say, it's not a whole lot. Um, Don't have plans for a house yet, which I guess is good news. Um, And hopefully won't be in my library window but i'm losing my bird sanctuary and i'm losing a lot of trees that i love to look out on and so you know it's the way life goes i mean it's just another turning point right life yeah. is a journey and we like the people i saw them out there marking the trees and i went out on the deck and said hi neighbors and introduce myself and Talked about how much but they secretly, were
0: secretly. Were you like, don't you dare cut those trees down?
1: <laughs> well, that's when they told me they were there to mark the trees they wanted to save, and I was like, oh. And then we went out and looked at the trees they wanted to save, and it's not nearly as many as we thought.
0: Can't you just go out there and just rip down <laughs> them, like, or, or, or add? I don't know how they mark <laughs> trees, but like, go out there and just because like they're probably not going to come back out there to see which ones they did and then people that actually come cut down the trees they won't even know you know they're just going to be like oh they only marked three trees and that's going to be it
1: i think this guy is on top of it he knows what he's doing and it's fine It's It's fine.
0: It's fine. Everything's fine. No, it's sad. Like my mom put like all these bird feeders up on the trees over there and now it's getting, it's going to get all torn down.
1: So I just have to find a new bird sanctuary. That's all. It's put a, um,
0: put a picture of your view on the certified fans page so we can kind of see what it looks like when you're out there, like what you're actually looking at just so you guys have an idea of kind of like what she's talking about in there.
1: Okay. And, I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? They build a house, it's right next to our house, and we sell our yeah. house and move. Oh,
0: you're going to sell your house because they're moving that close?
1: Well, and depending on where their house goes. I mean, <laughs> my friends down the street had the same scenario we have, and now they have a house, literally a three story house in their dining room and kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, you know. We'll just see how it goes.
0: Just build a giant wall, <laughs> <laughs> big Trump's wall, wall. concept. And just build it right between, just right between your two. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be so awkward if you just like went out there and you start make, <laughs> making plans. I always felt weird about that. Even like when you own a house, and you try to put a fence up, and you're like, I don't hope these people don't think that I actually hate them because. <laughs> sorry, I just need a little bit of privacy. I just mm, uh, yeah. Uh, ever that reminds me. I. Uh, scared the shit out of me the other night, so I'm I'm walking out, and my my backyard is pretty well uh, fenced in, right? Yes. Like you can't really there's trees and there's there's stuff like there's shrubs and there's fences and it's a garage. You can't really see the backyard that well. Right. So at night, I feel like if I'm taking Kiki out, I can take her out in my underwear or possibly even naked, and that no one's going to be able to see me because literally the only people that would be able to see me would be the planes flying. I live in the, the flight path. So you could like maybe look down and see me. But other than that, there's no way anybody could see me. Right? right. So it's late. I forget what day this weekend It's late. And I, um, I'm taking Kiki out to, to, you know, one more time before she gets put up for the night. And, uh, all of a sudden I'm, and I'm in my, my, just my underwear, like just my underwear. Mm-hmm. And thank God, because 50% of the time i probably don't have any clothes on. And mm-hmm. especially during quarantine, like who's wearing clothes right now? Like I'm <laughs> home, like, what am I? What have I to wear clothes? <laughs> um, and all of a sudden I hear, sup man. And I'm like, who the is that? Like, I didn't know who I, I didn't know. I didn't know. It was like coming from. The side, like my driveway that goes down my backyard, um, because my garage is in the back of my house. There's a driveway that goes down. I'm like, I thought somebody had like come up my driveway. And I'm like, who? I'm in my underwear. And I look over, and I'm like, I'm like, hello. I'm like, what'd you say? Because I wasn't sure who. And I'm like, I gotta act tough. This is like a murderer. I gotta act super tough because, like, if I come, I'm already like, I'm already coming in friggin' wounded because I'm in my underwear. Like, how embarrassing is that? If someone's trying to murder me or something. So I, uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, say, I'm sorry. What? What'd you say? And then he's like, "What's up, man?" And I'm like, I still have no idea who this is. So I walk out like a little bit further and I'm like, where could this be coming from? And I look down the driveway and it's my, I forget that my neighbor on my, if you're looking from the street on my left-hand side yeah. can get up on top of his garage and it's like a little, uh, it's like a little deck up there, but he's like never up there. So I don't <laughs> think about it, but that looks right into my backyard. <laughs> so and oh, no. then I'm standing here in my underwear uh, having a conversation with my neighbor. Now, I'm not in a position to have, be having – it's like literally maybe midnight or after. And you know people that just can't get social cues? Like I don't think anything else can say I'm not ready for a conversation than literally being in your underwear, right? <laughs> <It's true>. oh. <laughs> he um he, He's like – he keeps going. like, what's going on? How are you? Because I haven't seen him in a while. I was like, what's been going on? And I'm like, I – I'm just, and I think like, like two or three times I keep trying to like go back in my house because I'm in my <laughs> underwear and just keeps the conversation going. So eventually I just literally have to be like okay, yeah, I got to get going, man. Have a good night. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. People that don't get social cues, like I just can't. Was he, he may have been, I don't know. He's, he's young. He's like my age. So he. He may have been I don't know. I just I just knew I needed to get out of there. I didn't even know if it, I didn't know what what was looking like down on my underwear. I just needed to like just be done with it. So
1: well, at least he didn't have a party up there. I mean, yeah. That's 10 true. people oh, looking
0: I at you. I just didn't know who it was. I was just like, who was <laughs> saying? But now I gotta be careful to go on and take a kiki out now because I forgot he can get up there and spy in on me. Um uh, okay. Uh let's let's get to the quote for today, mom. What we got.
1: Oh, I'm thinking about John Lewis. What a loss. Can
0: you and this is going to sound completely ignorant, but I don't exactly know who John Lewis is.
1: So, he's a congressman for Georgia and he's and he marched with Martin Luther King back in his early years in Selma oh. and I mean, he was just one of the great advocates for social justice in our time and if you have not watched um Selma You should really go and watch Selma
2: to get
1: um, a sense of who John Lewis and Martin Luther King, and I guess Andrew Young now, who is also in Atlanta, may be the only survivor of that whole group of wonderful people that fought for social justice. Mm. I mean, he's just an amazing, amazing man. And Maggie and a friend um, ran into him one time at the Atlanta airport, and he could not have been any kinder. I mean, he stopped and he chatted with them. They took a photo with him, and he was very interested in who they were and what they were doing. And, you know, his brother said um, on TV today that he cared for everyone. He genuinely did. He cared for everyone. What a wonderful wonderful man. This is from his memoir Across That Bridge, which is of course Selma, a vision for change in the future of America. And he says, You are a light, you are the light. Never let anyone, any person or any force, dampen, dim, or diminish your light. Study the path of others to make your way easier. And more abundant. And my goodness, if there is a way to follow for social justice and change in this world, it would be John Lewis.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: a remarkable human being.
0: This quote resonates with me because I, uh, people, people are like to talk trash mm. and. I don't really want to tell the full story right now, man. I don't mm-hmm. know that I ever will, but there's just a group of people that enjoy saying bad things about me. And mm-hmm. it's extremely hurtful and frustrating because I don't think that the things that they're saying are warranted, but I have a really bad time of hard time of like just hearing and we've talked about this a hundred times in this podcast about like, you know, hundred, hundred positive comments. Give me one negative one. I'll believe mm-hmm. that one more than I'll believe the other hundred. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so on, on, on Friday I heard once again, somebody from this group was talking trash about me and I'm like, I don't understand. And then it starts to make me doubt. Like, am I, am I these things mm-hmm. that people are saying about me? Am I these things? Mm-hmm. Like if, if people are so adamant about it, like, is that my, is that my life? You know? And I, I have to really stop and, and think that like, you're not what other people say you are. Mm -mm. And to be honest with you, you're not even what you say you are to yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be, you know, like we spend so much time and we've talked about this too, a lot that like you spend so much time like hating on yourself. I did a whole podcast about, I hate myself Mm and, and, you're literally whatever you want to be. I mean, I'm never going to be a, a – well, I could be. But I'm going to say it's going to be a lot harder for me to be a pro basketball player. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, like you I, – I get so stuck on other people's opinions of me sometimes mm-hmm. that I lose track of what I really think of myself.
1: Yes. And you need to know yourself. You need to know yeah. yourself and who you are. And be confident in that, and then stand strong in that conviction of who you are, and don't let other people's opinions get to you.
0: So read that quote again.
1: You are a light. You are the light. Never let anyone, any person, or any force dampen, dim, or diminish your light. Study the path of others to make your way easier and more abundant.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's it. Go with those. Like, like find people that lift you up and watch them. Find the people that cheer you on. Listen, if I'm ever having a bad day, all I got to do for me is talk to my mom or go to the certified fans. You know, like <laughs> like there's so many people that support me, but damn it, if there's not just a group of people that just love to just bash me all the time. They do. And but why, why, why put any energy into that when you've got so many people? And I don't care what your situation is, because I I mean, you can be sitting here. Going, well, yeah, Kramer, you got this, and you have a podcast, and you got no. Everyone's got cheerleaders. They you got to find a point in your life to believe in you, That's and like right. put all your energy into that because there's so many negative people out there in the world. So and don't let anybody any force no. anything.
1: And believe in yourself. Believe mm-hmm. in yourself. To thine own self be true believe in yourself and your possibilities because you are awesome you are the light the light of the spirit is within you and you shine that light to the world and don't let anyone dim it or get in the way of it just be true to yourself and to the light within you
0: there you go all right uh well we're gonna take a quick break here on the show we'll come back in a second seven years they have been dating and she can't pull the trigger because of this one important fact is it worth sticking with it or not we'll talk about it next with ask my mom on the certified Mama's boy podcast Okay, ask my mom in a couple of seconds. Where you get to ask my mom questions, and we kind of just break it down for you because we're all family. We're certified family. Some of us, and we uh, we're here for you. you Go (laughs) go through your problems, and I don't know. Maybe you want to switch over to Mama Knows Best podcast. Uh, No, No Sherry, way. Have all the answers, (laughs) (laughs) Nancy Nancy. You can't fucking beat Nancy Nancy. Don't even try to come at us, Addison Ray. I don't want to come at me like that. <laughs> I'm frustrated about that, man. I mean,
1: we have our light and we're going to let it shine. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, no. Addison Ray's trying to dim my light. I don't like it. She's I don't not like going it. To. We will not allow it. I don't like it. I do not like it. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, before we get to Ask My Mom, let's catch up on a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we welcomed a ton of new certified fans yesterday and I know why you're here because you wanted to hear part two of our um, uh, saga of the Margarita Fest episode. And if you haven't listened to Margarita Fest, um, I, I'm honestly I'm still recording uh, while you know I don't have final numbers yet, but the episode yesterday, the, the amount of downloads yesterday was double our biggest day yet. So it was bigger than the what happened at Channel Nine Three Three Day. So uh, obviously there was a lot of interest in this story, and uh, yeah. So thank you for making it literally our biggest day ever. And uh, mom, you know you've you've listened to part one and part two. And in case you haven't heard part two yet, you're not a certified fan. You can listen mm-hmm. to it on Monday with Monday Cheese May. It's going to be this upcoming Monday, or you can just text the word fans F A N S to eight eight eight. Kramer H that's eight, eight, eight K R a M E R eight. And I'll shoot you back a link to be able to join our certified fans program. What mom, you've heard, you heard the whole two hour saga. What are your, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, Did, was there any,
0: any, any kind of new, I mean, I pretty much told you everything that happened when it was unfolding. Was there anything new that you learned?
1: No, no, I had heard that before. And of course I remembered it because it was traumatic. Yeah. Dramatic, traumatic, traumatic. All the matics. All the matics.
0: Automatic, systematic.
1: I, I wish that she <laughs>
0: you not didn't get that start. reference, but it's okay. I got it. Um, no, you didn't. It was a pop culture reference. <laughs> Automatic, super uh, hypnotic, funky, fresh. Nippy, nah, 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 nah. I don't remember what song that is now, though. Um... You're right. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what song is that? Uh, first person to text me, I'm gonna give you a high five. But I'm funky fresh, na 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 na. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, you heard you. So your your thoughts on uh your thoughts on Margaret's episode?
1: I just wish that it. I just wish that it all had gone a different way. I'm sorry that she came there. I'm sorry that um, your friends were put in that awkward position, but I love them for loving you enough to care about you and your feelings about it. And I'm sorry that she felt in a necessity to go to the station. And I hope that that did not have anything to do with um, your being let go in January, because that would be really shallow of people. Yeah. <laughs> if that would So, well, um, anyway,
0: uh, Monday will, you know, you get the the part two of that episode and, or just join the certified fans program. It was liberating to get it off all off my chest and, Mm. uh, the support that came from it was great. Um, I, it was just honestly, today has just been a, a ridiculously hectic day because, you know, we launched that episode and all that came with that. And then we launched brand new merch. I don't know if you checked out the merch store yet, but are we have a brand new merch? So awesome. uh, we got to get everything. <laughs> I, I got to steal all the mom, all the mom <laughs> trademarks now before Addison gets to them. Um, and so that's um, if, uh, you want to go check out? We have a brand new hoodie, which is like just got a certified mama's boy logo on it, but it's super comfortable and that's brand new. And you can get, uh, you might want to get that now before because those are gonna, those are actually selling a lot faster. I thought they would sell in the middle of July. And then also, if you will go to, uh, you go ch- check out the onesie. The onesie selling really fast. It's a baby onesie that says "Born for the Cheese May" so, and it's super cute, right? So so sweet. And the toddler clothes are selling and get fast again, too. And the mugs, like the mugs will probably be sold out before this episode even hits. So mm-hmm. uh, text the word merch. Just text me the word merch to 888-Kramer8 or just go on the show notes and those are all down there. Anyway, let's get some props to uh, some of our newest certified fans. And we're only going to do a couple today because like I said, it was like a, a record-breaking day for new certified fans. And we'll, don't worry, everyone's going to get their whoop-whoop. Do you want to get that, that person though that already shouted you out, mom, for one? Oh,
1: yes. And we have to give a whoop-whoop to Brittany G. Whoop-whoop
0: because she reported you. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just miss you guys on here. So let's say hi to our newest certified fan, Sarai A. from National City here in San Diego.
2: Whoop-whoop.
0: Um Michelle L from Chula Vista whoop whoop Liz Wright from San Diego whoop whoop and baby Jane and I always see her on Instagram as baby J- or maybe it's Facebook as baby Jane as well uh baby Jane w- had an annual subscription she's from here in San Diego as well so thank you baby Jane whoop, for whoop, that <laughs> you get an extra one for it for an annual yeah <laughs> whoop, whoop, throw one more so <laughs> there's a lot of perks of being, being a certified fan more than anything though. It's just a, a thank you from us to, for, you know, supporting this podcast. So if you'd like to become one, just text the word fans, F a N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And we would love to give you a whoop whoop starting tomorrow. And don't, don't say you haven't gotten one yet. Cause I know there's still like about 40 more people we got to get through <laughs> as of yesterday. Okay. Okay. Uh, ask my mom time so ask my mom goes like this it's when you are like I got some I got some problem going on I got a problem going on I don't want to ask my friends or my family and uh, better help is not starting for me yet so I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ask ask your mom instead. she's been around for 67 years she got some good wisdom going on <laughs> and this one's tough this is a long-term relationship that I mean when do you cut like when do you are you supposed to like either Accept it or cut the person. That's I think everyone's probably been through a situation like that before, right? Where mm-hmm. you're just sitting here like, I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. putting in too much or or what. So, mm-hmm. all right. Let's get into it. She said don't use her name. So, it says, I have been dating the ultimate mama's boy for seven years. He was in law school when we met but left to go live back at home after his elderly mother after she had an emergency health issue he does everything for her and handles 99% of his family's affairs which is a lot and i am 100% okay with that well that's good 99% 100% that's cool um one of the reasons why i love him so much has to do with his relationship with his mom it is so 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 attractive to me to see how doting he can doting 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 he yeah. can be with her, uh, he treats me with the same love and respect she raised him so well, I know he's a good man. It took him a little over a year to introduce me to his mom. I knew it was because they are Jewish and I am not, and because I have two daughters from a previous relationship. Uh, he knows his mom well and know that those things would be an issue. Once he felt the relationship was serious and that he was sure that he was in love, he decided to introduce me to his parents first, and we would bring the kids after I was the first woman he ever brought to his house to meet his parents. At first, things were great. She and I got along so well. We started to make a cookbook together, so that we could, uh, so that I would know how to cook his favorite meals, and I would even take her to her doctor's appointment sometimes. I started speaking to a rabbi about conversion and learning Hebrew, so I could follow along with is it Shabbat dinner or Shabbat? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's is there tea on there? Okay, Mm -hmm. Shabbat dinner. Mm I don't really know what that means. Do you, mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. it's just like a Jewish dinner? Keep going. It's long. Oh, <laughs> Uh But here's the thing. (laughs) But here's the thing. When his mom found out that my daughters were mixed race, she changed her attitude towards me completely. She stopped talking to me, and it has now been a few years. She will not even speak to him about me, and it it created a riff in his relationship with his mom. His dad told his mom to let him love whoever he wants, and she made him sleep downstairs for a week. Mm -hmm. The one time I tried to reach out to her, And to have a discussion woman to woman, she said her chest hurt and asked me to never contact her again. He feels awful about it all. He is stuck between his mom and the woman he loves. He actually said, I can solve anything in the world except this. I really don't know what to do. So here I am seven years into a relationship with a man and my daughter's a door and our relationship is stuck. There is nothing we can do to change her mind. I hate not having his mother's blessings. It does not feel good. Part of me sometimes thinks that we should give in and walk away from another relationship so that he doesn't have to choose between his mom and the woman that he loves. What do you all think I should do? And that's one of our certified fans. I'm not going to say her name. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I, I kind of went through something like that. I don't think my ex's wife, I mean, my ex's mom ever liked me that much i don't think she's like any guy that much i don't think it's like, like a me thing right uh, i mean literally when i think until i even got married she would just call me uh my ex-wife's friend she's like she introduced me like, <laughs> as her friend i was like <laughs> we're literally engaged we're like at my engagement party <laughs> so like you know, you can mm. family's hard mixing families is tough i mean mom what are your thoughts on this
1: Oh, it just saddens me that this mom can't love and accept someone that her son truly loves and adores and know that, and obviously she feels likewise towards him. You know, my opinion for all of my children has always been, I will love anyone that loves you and treats you well, I will, um, because you're an adult and you need to have your own life and you need to make those decisions for yourself and for the rest of your life.
0: So let's imagine that I'm dating like, like what's, what's somebody I could date that like you just would not be able to accept. And just go go far-fetched here. I don't even care how far-fetched it has to be. A devil worshiper? I mean, what do you want me to say? Something that you yes. would just like totally...
1: Uh, yeah, someone satanic.
0: Okay, so let's say that all of a sudden I bring home this satanic girl. And I'm, I'm not by no means comparing that to biracial children or anything. Uh, but let's just say I was like, hey, mom, uh, here's my new, here's my new girlfriend. She worships the devil and... We're going to worship the devil together.
2: I mean,
1: I, what would you do? Yeah, help me understand conversation. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Help me understand how you think this is healthy and right. Um, wow. I mean, that's that's really extreme though.
0: Yeah, I know. Not but I'm just trying to think of something you'd be extreme. totally opposed to. Like, I'd, I'd have a really hard time with that, but trying to balance the mm-hmm. two between –
1: if it were that severe, I would probably try to talk you out of it. If it sounds well,
0: like may be. It, sound, it sounds like, you know, that the mom's just not into it whatsoever. So what is your advice? Do you think that he just needs to stand up and be like, I'm sorry, mom, this is what I'm doing. And if you don't like it, get over it?
1: I think he does have to tell her that he loves her and that he respects her and he will do anything in the world for her as will his partner but they are choosing to live their lives together as parents of these two wonderful children.
0: They're adults. Yeah. They need to make their own
1: decisions.
0: Well, how would you feel though, if I was like, sorry, mom, like I I'm going to go hang out with a devil worshiper over you. Like with that. I'd be heartbroken,
1: but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't not have have a relationship with you. No way.
0: Seven years, though. Here's where I where my head is with this. It's been seven years, and if nothing's going to change, he's going to have to be. He's the only person that can control this situation. Mm -hmm. So if I'm you, and you're watching this situation, I I almost feel like you've got to go to him and and just say, "Listen, you've got to do something about this." Mm -hmm. You know, and no matter what it is, and I'm not saying that means that you have to break up. I just Mm -hmm. think that there has to be some type of ground rule set where you are like, Hey, it's going to be like this, you know, and like, and everyone just respects it. Let's just say, so is it the worst thing in the world? If she never accepts you, you know, like go back to that quote, mom, go back to our quote for the day. Like, let's just say for some reason, she can't get through her head that you've got, you know, biracial children. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> does that really, af- I mean, I understand you want her to like you, but not everyone in this world going to like you. Like mm-hmm. not everyone's world. Like there's nothing like, I'm sure your children are beautiful. Like we uh, have to we have to accept that more than the one person saying that it's not right. Exactly. And then you guys have to decide is that something that you know, but again, you have to use him. He's gotta be he's gotta be the in-betweener. And if you know, I, I understand he's a mama's boy, and that's great, but I feel like I'd have to go to my mom too eventually and be like, mom, like I love both of you. And mm-hmm. there's not you you guys both love each other. And if you're not willing to change, mom, then we've got to set some pretty strict rules of what this is gonna look like. And mm-hmm. it's not easy, it's not fun. But there's no reason that you should have to walk around in shame because no. your kids are whatever. I don't no. care what they are.
1: Our you myth, know, sharing your lives together with these beautiful children who are missing out on having this man as a stepdad and you yeah. all being a wonderful family together. That's what should take priority in my opinion.
0: Read the uh, read the quote one more time for today, Mom, because I feel like it's really important for mm-hmm. for this situation. Because it sounds like we're putting so much pressure on what Mom thinks that mm-hmm. she's going to be able to come in here and destroy a seven year relationship. I mean, no. it just doesn't sound right to me. You no.
1: know? No, it doesn't. You are a light. You are the light. Never let anyone, any person, or any force dampen, dim, or diminish your light. Study the path of others to make your way easier and more abundant. And I am sure there are a lot of people out there who have gone through this same thing with in-laws. So I hope that you all will call in and support 888-Kramer8, K-R-A-M-E-R-8, um, to support this couple who are missing out on some wonderful years of
0: their lives yep um it would be nice to really hear people that, that just what, what did you do when your family were you accepted or did somebody not accept somebody that you were dating and how did you handle that situation because and then even more so if, if you ever had to confront a, a a spouse or sorry a parent about your your partner like how did you how'd that go did it i, descri- I just feel like if you if you put your foot down with mom i have a feeling she's gonna like kind of come back around, you know, well, Hope um,
1: so. especially if she genuinely loves and cares for her son, which obviously she does.
0: Well, you and okay. Uh, yeah. The number again, eight, 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 Kramer, eight, 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 K R A M E R eight. I think it's gonna be really important to hear from you guys. Uh, mom, you know, you and granny weren't the best of friends. No. Uh, she didn't approve of you in some sense. Right. What was the issue with,
1: with you and granny? After? I don't even remember. You know, it was after your dad and I separated that she mm-hmm. sort of turned on me. And, um, you know, I somewhat understand that based on mm-hmm. what you went through. Um, but we never really got back on track. We never really so, did. So
0: how, how did but, that present issues It
1: didn't. I mean, we just agreed to disagree. Um, We never had a conversation about it. I was always um, as loving as I could be towards her and she towards me. And as I've said before, she was a terrific mother to your dad and a grandmother to all of you. And I admired and loved and respected her for that. So, no, we never had any harsh words. But it was was unspoken
0: yeah uh okay so 888 kramer 8 we'll get some phone calls on later this week i think that's it for today mom are we good we're good all right well get some rest and i'll see you tomorrow okay
1: okay love you forever
0: i don't know if my voice sounds different between the last part and this part but I, i took a nap I wanted to be honest with you about that. This is not one fluid motion show. Sometimes I go out and take naps and then I come back and I finish the show. And today I was tired, so I did. All right, good news. At the end of the show we do good news in case you're new, glad to have you here. You probably came for the cheese may uh, and, and thought this was going to be part two of Monday cheese may, but that's going to actually be next Monday. Talk about a good Samaritan. There's a guy named Abdul, and Abdul lives over in London, and he is a train operator, rail worker, uh, over in London. And his shift is over, right? And as he is going to clock out, he notices a man using bolt cutters on a bike outside the entrance. And he said, I heard the sound of a lock being snapped. I didn't think twice. I said, you're not taking that. I couldn't let it happen. Voices were raised a little bit, and I said, it's not your bike. Eventually, the guy gave up and walked off. I put the bike in a safe storage because the lock had been broken. And even though his day was up, Abdul was like, no, I'm not going anywhere. I'm literally going to stay here and make sure this bike gets to the right place. Doesn't wait 30 minutes or 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. He waits. So then the other side of the story, there's a guy named Steve Farmer. He's already had a really stressful day at work. And normally he locks his bike up at the office, but he'd forgotten a security pass. And so typically he'd have like a really heavy duty lock with him. But today he only had his son's bike lock So he locked it up with this tiny little bike lock and just hoped for the best. Well, six o'clock rolls around and he gets back up from his train ride in and he sees the lock's been cut on the ground, but the bike is gone. And obviously he's like, well, this is terrible. Uh, He said, I was annoyed that I had to use the bad lock to lock it up with. I was resigned to the fact that I would never see it again but trudged back up to the station thinking there was really no point in asking for security cameras, but I wanted to try anyway. When he gets up there on the train platform, he sees Abdul who had quote, a smile. I'll never forget Abdul then made him use the bike lock code to make sure it was actually him. And then he got his bike back. Wait, four hours, four hours for that man. Later on, Steve put a post on Facebook detailing the whole, you know, events of the day. He described Abdul as a legend of a man and a credit to his employer. I mean, I'm thinking even right now, after just taking a nap, I did a what 45-minute podcast and uh, then took a nap. I'm still like, I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. But four hours that man stayed there. So that's that's amazing. And you know I love stories about dogs, and this one just makes me super happy. So there's a girl named Sydney, right? Sydney's 25 years old, and she is currently going through chemotherapy for cancer. And she, uh, when the coronavirus outbreak got really bad, she decided that she was going to stop bringing her service dog, Tulsa, to chemotherapy treatments. Because the uh, AVA basically says, hey, t- take precautions, even though it's really very rare or there's a very small chance of actually contracting coronavirus through fur. She was still like, hey, I'm just not going to do it, right? Well, so she's sad. Obviously, I can't imagine anyone's gone through chemo, God bless you, because I can't imagine how scary that must be. But just a few weeks ago, she discovered this onesie for a dog called the Shed Defender. This is not a plug, but it should be. Yeah, which controls shedding. And her German Shepherd has now been able to stay clean and get back to work by her side. She said I'm so happy to have her back. I honestly did not realize how big of an impact she had until I didn't have her anymore. Oh, well, the separation from the coronavirus in general has just been so hard and I, uh, you know, uh, just not being able to go see my family or you know some friends. And so I'm I can't imagine though uh, having to go through cancer and the one thing you do have there then is no longer there. So that makes me feel really good. Go to the show notes. You can actually see the story in the pictures and they're all really cute. Uh, in case you're new, we either do a made me, th- usually do a made me laugh here or something funny to leave the show with. But today I think we need to do a made me think because I even feel like a dummy when I say, who is John Lewis? Like I saw the name pop up and I knew I knew it, but wasn't quite sure what he, well, who exactly he was. Uh, really impactful guy when it comes to race relations in this country. Didn't realize that at the same time Martin Luther King was giving his I had a dream speech, John Lewis was giving this speech.
1: Wait a minute. Wake up, America, wake up, for we cannot stop, and we will
2: not and cannot be patriots. It was the day that Americans remember for Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. But it was the youngest speaker, John Lewis, who is remembered for giving the most fiery address.
1: But we want to be free now.
2: At age 23, Lewis had already been arrested for leading sit-ins to integrate whites-only lunch counters. Organizers were worried about his references in a speech to revolution and violence.
1: My friend, let us
0: not forget that we are involved in a serious social revolution.
2: Lewis planned to rally the crowd to march through the South the way Sherman did, and burn Jim Crow to the ground nonviolently. Instead, he said this. But
1: we will march? With the spirit of love and with the spirit of dignity that we have shown
2: here today. Hundreds of thousands listened to him that August day at the Lincoln Memorial. Almost 60 years later and just a mile away, he would use his last public appearance to walk a D.C. street renamed Black Lives Matter Plaza. Very moving. Very impressive. But while honoring George Floyd and others, his words from the 1960s still today Resonate loudly for America.
1: We are tired. We are tired of being beaten by policemen. And then you all are being patient, how long can we be patient?
0: Rest in peace, John Lewis, man. I, uh, I hope we all learned a little bit more about him. And I, I wish, and sorry, it took his passing for me to even just to know who he was, at least in in detail. So uh, rest in peace, John. Thank you for all you've done for our country. And uh, thank you. By the way, I don't know if I, I don't know if we mentioned this or not in the podcast, but you raised $850 for Black Lives Matter for all the new certified fans that came in. So if uh, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Last month, that was a big thing for us. And we would love to have you as a certified fan. We're always trying to do cool and new things. So just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, and we'll do a new show tomorrow. Get those calls coming in for uh, Ask My Mom, okay? Love you. See you tomorrow. Bye. Hi, Kramer.
1: This is Christina, and I am calling to let you know that I love your podcast. I am currently
2: about to listen to the crazy psychotic ex-wife drama. (laughs) So I'll get back to you on that later and what I thought about it and everything. I just wanted to say that I am... So proud of you for
1: what you've accomplished after all the channel 93 crazy buckle and I'm so happy that I keep that I can keep following you and following your journey after. Ms. Yancy, I love you so much if you hear this. You are the mom that anyone would ever want to have. Love you too so much and I can't wait to keep seeing more and more and hearing more and of the podcast. Love you too. Bye Okay. That's it for today.